Hey everybody, this is Tom Rowland, and this is How To Tuesday for this week. Um, got an interesting one for you. Uh, when my kids were very, very young, it was very important for me to teach them how to fish and keep them engaged in fishing and keep them interested. So we had a guest on for a past How To Tuesday, uh, Gene Jensen, who's fluke master, and he gave us some cool um, ideas on how to how to keep kids involved he was he was talking about using a quarter ounce uh, nut tying it onto the end of the of the rod and casting it a five gallon bucket which is interesting very good I you know that's that's certainly um, cool for a kid especially if you don't have access to water like the the uh, drills that I'm going to tell you right now so in order to keep my son, and both both my sons interested in fishing. We wouldn't always have time to go fishing, but we always had, you know, a few minutes where we could step out to uh, the canal, live on a canal, and uh, so the access to the water is immediately behind the house. This could be a swimming pool. This could be uh, a lake. This could be, you know, wherever you have access to the water. A swimming pool is ideal. So this is what we called the ring game, and what it allowed... Um, me to do was to teach my my kids how to cast, and it offered an incredible way for them to progress through lots of different skills um, that it's that's necessary to have in order to be able to catch a fish on the flats. So accuracy is very important, speed is very important, and also being able to read water uh, is very very important. So this this little game that I came up with with my kids. Uh, that I called the ring game and that we played for years and years and that made all of us a better caster. It did accomplish all three of those things. It, it definitely helped us all to be more accurate. It helped us all to, to be able to read water a little bit better, and it also helped each of us to become faster. And this is how it works. We did it with spinning rods, but you could do it really with any kind of rod. You could do it with bait casters or fly rods either way. Um, so what we would do, I would have my little boys standing next to me, and I would usually have them on my left because I wanted to swing the rod to my right. But if I wanted to make things more difficult, I could have them stand just to my right, and I would have to make an overhand cast, um, which would simulate, you know, some sort of a some sort of an issue where I couldn't cast to the right. But if I'm going to be the most accurate, I'm going to swing the rod to the right. And uh, that's how I can cast the most accurately. So I put, put my son on my left, and I would have him throw. And at this point, this was like a, you know, one of the, one of the uh, uh, SpongeBob rods or, or some sort of little Zebco push-button rod, and we would have just a little weight on the end of it. Um, or a jig or jig head or, you know, like Gene Jensen says, a quarter-ounce nut tied onto the end would be perfect. And he would cast anywhere out in front of us. And when that quarter-ounce nut hits the water, it obviously makes a little ring. Well, I would have, until that ring disappeared, to be able to throw my jig into that ring, right? So it's like a hula hoop. And if you can do it really fast, the ring is very visible in the water. And as you wait and wait and wait, that little ring starts to get smaller and smaller. And if the wind's blowing, it becomes more and more difficult to see, which 
helps to teach people how to read water. Like that's not entirely unlike a bonefish tail coming up and making a slight disturbance in the water and you're trying to point it out to someone and as time passes by, it becomes more and more difficult to see until the bonefish sticks his tail up again. So that's the beauty of this drill, the ring game. Your son or daughter casts out and then you cast your jig into that ring and then... Do it again and again and again, over and over and over again. And what I would do is I'd have two boys out there, Turner and Hayden, and Turner would cast out there, and then I'd cast right into his ring. Hayden would cast out there, and I'd have to reel in super fast, get the rod ready again, and cast in there again to his ring. And they were trying to go as fast as they possibly could, um, and so was I. And this was a great, great drill. Well, guess what happened? As they start getting better and better and better, the the game progresses to where they want to be the one that throws into my ring. So all of a sudden, you've been teaching them to go ahead and throw out there to no particular target. And now, you know, the desire is that as they watch you hit this ring over and over and over again, now they want to be the one to do it. So now the game flips and I throw out there, I make a ring, and they try to hit it with their rods. And this is a game, literally, we played this for hours. We had as much fun with this as we did fishing. And uh, it taught lots of life lessons. It taught certainly how to be an accurate caster, certainly how to be very fast, certainly how to read water. But it also taught um, how to be good at anything. And that is... You know, it takes practice. You have to practice and you have to practice perfectly. And in, in drills like this, if you're just out there casting to no particular target, you're maybe getting more familiar with the rod. You're maybe, you know, kind of getting to be a little bit better caster. But until you start to actually cast to a particular target and do this intentionally, that's where you have perfect practice, and that's where you start to get a lot better. And if you can, what I found with, with my boys is this translated into lots of things. It translated into wrestling practice. It translated into schoolwork. It translated into all kinds of different things where they now know that they became very good at something. Now they can become very good at anything. So whether it's fishing, um, casting, or whatever, this ring game has applications far beyond just getting someone interested in fishing and keeping them interested in fishing. But try it. If you got access to the water, and like I say, it could be, could be a swimming pool in your backyard. It could be the local lake. It could be the ocean. It could be um, whatever. But if you've got access to um, some water and you've got a little person that you want to spend some time with and that likes to spend some time with you and they like to hold a fishing rod, this is a great one. The fishing can be terrible and you can still have a great time. This is something that you can go to strictly for practice and this is also something that you can go to when the fish just simply aren't biting and you're, you're, you know, neither of you want to go home. This is a way that you can keep that attention span a little bit longer and uh, in my opinion, it's been the the very best drill for young kids, keeping them interested and uh, 
and engaged. So that's the ring game. If you like that, send me an email at podcast at saltwaterexperience.com. Let me know if you're having some success with it with your kids. Also, if you could drop us a rating and review on iTunes. And until next week, we'll see you out there.